morning, good afternoon, and good evening whenever you may be listening. This is the Innovate Western New York, and this is a very special edition, the second podcast in a week for me. I'm actually uh, I'm quite impressed that I've been able to do this. I'm easily amused also by myself. Anyway, I sat down with Ace Callwood from Painless 1099, and we broke down the 16 finalists of the 43 North competition. There are many hot takes in this. We both kind of predict who's going to advance. Um, and I will have a bit of disclosure. I forgot one company, uh, at Combi Biosciences, the one local company, Buffalo-based, that made it into the finalist. I, uh, they were on a, one extra piece of paper, and I forgot that piece of paper on my desk. So when we uh, recorded the podcast, uh, we forgot to talk about at Combi Biosciences, but they are a fantastic uh, company. A lot of promise. They've been around for about two years. They applied last year to 43 North, didn't make it in. But they uh, came back this year, and now we're the only Buffalo company uh, that is in the finals. And uh, it's a great story. I'll have a write-up on WGRZ.com about them. Uh, So enjoy the podcast with me and Ace Callwood, breaking down the finalists of the 43 North competition. Hello, my friend. Hey, Nate. How are we doing? Good. Good. Another day in the Another office. day. We did, uh, what, seven months ago in the same space, uh, our I, first story on Painless 1099. Huh? I think I was on that side yeah, of the we, we flipped roles. Yeah, here. yeah. No, um, I'm a fan. Uh, how's, how's the year been? Uh, we'll kind of talk about you before we get into the other okay. folk. It, uh, the year's been great. We still have a business. Um, <laughs> it's always good. So, you know, set the bar real low. Uh, no, I think in, in, like, the grand scheme of the startup world, like, it is very much a milestone to yeah. be almost nine, 10, almost 12 months down the road. So you've been doing uh, a lot of traveling. I have been doing raising the money almost 12 months on the road is what it feels like. Uh, yeah. Raising all of the monies. We're in the middle of, uh, around, um, so I did a San Fran trip. I was in Denver, stopped in Boulder, um, went out to Cincinnati for a conference, Mm -hmm. uh, got here, DC, Richmond, uh, back here, New York city. So I've been all over the place. Uh, for those who might not remember, quick rundown of Painless 1099. Sure. So Painless 1099 automates tax withholding for independent contractors. Um, I think with respect to the past year, you know, outside of giving freelancers a bank account mm-hmm. that automatically separates money so they don't get blindsided by taxes, we've really thought about kind of the next couple steps for our platform and taxes are the tip of the iceberg. Um, so that same process of getting money in from clients and segmenting part of it for obligations extends to how we think about um, expanding the product into retirement or healthcare or unemployment slash rainy day uh, and insurance. And we've really designed the brand to do that. And that's something we've built more color around over the past uh, seven, eight months. So painless 1099 very quickly becomes painless 401k, painless unemployment, painless healthcare, painless insurance. And uh, that part is really exciting for us. And mm-hmm. I think we're closer than we even thought we'd be at this point to rolling out some of those other products. Okay, so that's kind of a little, yeah. new, little newsworthy tidbit because yeah. that's news since we last talked. Uh, if people want to learn more, where they go? Painless1099.com um, or at Painless1099, which will get you to Painless1099.com. Um, you're wrapping up uh, your first kind of uh, year of obligation here in the 43 North space. Uh how are you uh, winding down uh, here in this space for the next few weeks? Are you winding down? I, I was going to say, I don't know that, <coughs> that we're, we're winding down at all. It's, uh, 
it feels like we're ramping up. Okay. You know, we're going into conference season. Mm-hmm. Um, so Buffalo Niagara Association of Realtors, BNAR, just had their agents day. That was a great mm-hmm. event for us. Um, going down to NAR, the National Association of Realtors mm-hmm. in Orlando, um, at the end of this week. So getting into next week. Uh, Inman is in January. I mean, so we're we're kind of hitting the ramp up to tax season in April, yeah. which is our Super Bowl. And so a lot of my planning starts now okay. um, as we get our media, the assets around that, some of the marketing and positioning, uh, and then partnerships locked in. So I guess so to speak, uh, you're, at, you're winding down uh, your home here in the 43 North space. Yeah, uh, we, you know, I, I don't know where we're going to end up. Okay. We might end up staying in the space, okay. um, which could be interesting. Um, of course, we will get kicked out to some extent because the new crop of companies coming yeah. in, uh, and we should know what those companies are end of this week. And that's exciting. and that's kind of what we're here for. I uh, full disclosure, I for the first time ever, I joined the fantasy football team this year. All right, and it's it's the WGRZ fantasy team, and I'm actually doing quite well. I'm five and two. All right, uh, into this, so I thought we would kind of break down in fantasy football draft Ooh. analysis style Ooh. the finalists of the 43 North competition. All right. Um, what, through, when, what went through your mind when y- you found out you're going to be one of the finalists? Um, oh, God. So I'm thinking back to, I don't know, August or September of last yeah. year. Uh, it feels like it was yesterday almost. Um, it was just kind of this – it was this crazy, like, I shared with the team, and we mm-hmm. all weren't sure how to act. <laughs> like, I remember standing in the corner of the co-working space that, that we worked out of in Richmond, and we just kind of looked at each other, and we're like, that's cool, right? Mm-hmm. Like, we think that's cool. Uh, and it was this delayed reaction on how we responded to it. But from there, it was like, holy smokes, we got to get yeah. a pitch, and we got to get, you know, tell investors. We only have ho- how many weeks to do this, right? <laughs> right. It was this crazy turnaround. It's got to work somehow. Um, and I remember we were kind of embargoed for a while, so we yeah. knew for longer than we could talk about it. Um, and it seems like some of the teams were in the same boat. Like, yeah. You had to get through diligence and make sure, like, you hadn't stolen money to start a company. Right, yeah, and yeah, so yeah. Uh, we couldn't talk about it, and so we were just percolating mm-hmm. on, like, this news that we had. Uh, so it was nice to be able to share, but we were in a frenzy of, like, getting ready for the trip. And coming up here to pitch for a million bucks. Now we're recording this the night before the first pitch. It's a little bit different than last year. Uh, they've split into two days of pitching now. Yeah. Uh, tomorrow at uh, the Rich Auditorium on Niagara Street, they're pitching in front of 30 venture capitalists, plus I believe the judges. Yep. Um, so that's totally different than you know, what you experienced. You, you guys kind of had this marathon day right. of, of pitching. Yep. You know, and it was By the end of it, just like, go down somebody, please. Let's just, just probably be over. Give somebody money so we can go <laughs> We need to go. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's a little bit different. So let's break it down. Let's. Yeah, it's like a battle royale this I know. year, which is super cool. So I think, what, 16 teams come yeah. in, only eight are getting awards. Yeah. Uh, so half of the teams in the crop will not make the cut, which is... There could be some sadness in the city of good neighbors. There could be, yeah. They, they will not feel like we're very good neighbors uh, for those that go home. But I, I will say, having gone through this process and just the pitching and being announced as a finalist and kind of the scale that 43 North blasts that mm-hmm. messaging, um, what I saw is like a lot of our news and press mm-hmm. and kind of exposure came from this week alone. So yeah. all 16 teams are getting a, a pretty cool trip and adventure and exposure to VCs, judges, the community. Well, the VCs yeah. thing is, is probably huge because yeah. it's that's, that's all money that you can potentially tap into. So even if you don't win, yeah. but one or two venture capitalists think, hey, this is a good idea. I want to I run with it. Yeah. it. 
certainly wasn't a wasted effort. Quite literally have a world stage here in Buffalo, yeah. which, uh, you know, I think there have probably been times <clears throat> where that has happened, but I think back to the World Fair, what, turn of mm-hmm. last, last century? Yeah. Um, it's almost like that again for startups. Yeah. Hopefully nobody gets assessed. And I probably should be clear, I am not paid by 43 North at all. Uh, this is independent. You're the hype man for 43 North and you're being a, a winner. I was but, giving uh, half I, a I think it's dollars, a, I yeah. think it's a good idea. I think it's, you know... I, I like it, you know. And if I can be a biased journalist for a second, I think it's a decent, uh, decent attempt to get things going. So let's get going with this. Uh, right. We've got 16 teams to run through here because you and I have events tonight as well. Uh, first company, Andromedum. The bad thing about tech companies. We picked the guy. Yeah, if I get, if I get a that. hot take for a second, there's going to be some hot takes <laughs> in this podcast. Your names, like I, I, they need to be able to roll off a journalist's tongue, and I, granted, have a bit of a reading impediment sometimes. But uh, basically, they're trying to build a future where the only computer you'll need is your smartphone. This is coming from their bio, of course. Um, using their software, you can make an Android device run like a computer. Yeah. It, it feels like we're almost already there, right? Like... I mean, Chromebooks, you know, they have shrunk things down. But your iPhone, your Android, you know, they're so big now. Yeah. Um, it seems like it's already there. That seems like that was an interesting... I think I think we're gonna we are going to hear through the course of pitches some secret sauce on that one, yeah, um, which I think takes it from kind of bio and puts it into perspective uh, for us. And so this is I think Nate and I are in a similar boat where we haven't interacted with all of the companies right. yet. Uh, and like I was saying before we started, there must have been some sort of meeting today uh, where my <laughs> name got dropped because all of a sudden all these most of these companies started following me within the last couple hours. So I didn't get um, any follow. I'm sorry. At Ace Callwood. At Ace Callwood, you can find me. <laughs> um, yeah, no, so I'm a fan. That This is kind of one of those, I think, uh, flying under the radar yeah. companies. I think they'll be a wild card. That's yeah. how I feel about that. It, it could certainly, you know, especially with all the VCs there, it could go. You know, they were founded by you know, Google and Y Combinator alumni, so they're in good company there. Very much um, so, yeah. It, it, I remember looking at their website, seeing a little bit how it worked. I'm like, okay, that's niche. Yeah. I'm not necessarily sure how, how, how far... Reaching that could be, but that doesn't necessarily, you know, it certainly doesn't disqualify you. I mean, just because you have a niche product, you, of all people, know that you're Bad fintech. Idea. <laughs> for better or for worse. I don't <coughs> know whose idea that was, but yeah, um, fintech made sense. So I'm, I'm excited to hear more. Yeah. I don't know as much as I'd like to yet, uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm stoked. So your, your official uh, statement is there might be, that might be a sleeper, uh, I'm, sleeper I'm company. thinking wild card there. Okay, wild card. Yeah. Uh, next company, uh, Arthena out of New York City. Uh, they give you access to alter- alternative asset class with higher barrier to enter the strongest historical returns. Fintech, right? That's squarely fintech. Um, that, that's your baby. So that is, break that's down spot. for me what they're exactly doing. Do you uh, know? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm going to take a stab. Um, it, it sounds like, and this is, you know, the robo-advising trend, I think, has kind of swept the fintech world. Yeah. Um, so this idea of... Can we take in more data points than a human mm-hmm. um, and show a return mm-hmm. in the market? Um, and it sounds like this is kind of the focus here, right? And so understanding where we should be looking at uh, throwing assets into a portfolio and how we diversify that to show the best return to beat the Murdochs of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that works is yet to be seen, but I'd say by, by simply by virtue of getting this far into this competition uh, with a really competitive class, um, 
clearly they know something I don't about investing, <laughs> uh, which means a lot for them and probably puts them in a good place. Yeah. It means I should be using the product. So um, it sounds like something I would use for okay. sure. I have a savings account. Hey, so. I, have, I have two of those. <laughs> yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's not a good savings account, but hey, whatever. Um, so I'm, I'm going to – I don't have any take on that. I don't – you know, when it comes to fintech – um, I'm lost. Like I said, I literally have a savings account, and that's the extent of my knowledge of the financial world. Uh, I trust that my 401k is growing nicely. And it should be. I'm going to leave it alone until I'm a very old man. It should be. Um, so, again, you think... I'm a, I am a fan. That's another one that those two, interestingly, started out yeah. with the two that like will have secret sauce generally behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, we'll hear a little bit more about the returns or, or the upside of these companies. Also, another... It sounds less like a sleeper. Mm-hmm. It's pretty straightforward, yeah. but uh, we'll see what the secret sauce is. This next company, I am very excited to learn more about. <laughs> All right. Um, Asarasi from, uh, uh, from New York. Um, they've basically invented water again. Yeah? Which is a good thing. You know, as I... I finished, finished my water. I'm moving uh, back to the sparkling. They claim they've... Com- uh, developed a completely new source source of water to help replace the consumption of fresh groundwater. Uh, it's harvested from trees and does not affect the groundwater resources. I mean, given how climate change is in the news, how you know you you can't read a story or watch a story about California without a drought coming up. And several years ago, it was Texas. Um, that's mind-bogglingly impressive. If that is the case. Yeah, the uh, the kind of life sciences yeah. uh, flavor to this company, and then you kind of couple that with um, clean energy, renewable resources, mm-hmm. and like that trend of mm-hmm. hey, we're being idiots about yeah. our ecosystem, and can yeah. we be better? Um, I am really, really excited. Now, I think like the technology behind this company is beyond me. Yeah, um, yeah. And that's coming from the fintech guy. <clears throat> I have no idea what's happening. Uh, but I am really, really excited about these guys. Yeah. I think if they're doing what it sounds like they're doing, um, we could see uh, we could see these guys going far. Mm. From what I understand, there seems to be a couple companies doing something similar to this. Um, but from what I understand, it's they're extracting the water from from maple syrup, right? Um, which New York State, uh, huge maple syrup uh, yeah. producer, you know, all the Northeast really. Um, so again, that that could be a, a huge. I'm really looking forward to hearing your pitch on on kind of how their process is and the longevity of it. As am I, and like I I'm not opposed to maple flavored water, so <laughs> yeah. yeah, we could take that. Uh, next company, uh, Bounce Imaging out of Boston, Massachusetts, the first of uh, four, I think. Four, yeah, yeah, four Boston. Boston yeah. There's like a Boston influx here in Buffalo this weekend, which. For some hockey fans, might not be good, but I'm okay. going to leave that to the sports guys. No comment. <laughs> uh, they have developed a 360-degree throwable uh, camera for first responders. So this is a situation of a, of a fire, um, possibly a SWAT situation where they need to look inside. Uh, earthquake recovery, you know, you need to get into a, a tight area. You can toss this camera down and get a 360 view of uh, everything around you. Obviously, VR is huge. Uh, right now, n- not a single company has figured out really that product that's exploding. Obviously, you know, Oculus and right. PlayStation and uh, uh, Samsung, they've all made attempts. And it's way better than it's ever been in terms right. of, of VR. We're getting there. Um, but this is very, very niche. But of maybe all of the things I've seen in here, one of the most um, 
needed, I would, I would say, for especially for first responders, you know, being yeah. able to get to places you can't get to. There's a very, yeah, very real application yeah. to this product. And, you know, um, I have a more military-focused background, but mm-hmm. still the same type of application. There are things that you can't see, and if you put eyes on, that puts you in a better place to assess the situation and handle it, uh, I, I think, quickly and appropriately. Mm-hmm. And so um, the technology they're talking about here sounds awesome. I think the child in me all, also sees all of the ways that I could use something <laughs> like just throwing a camera yeah. sounds awesome. Um, so yeah, I, I think the the implications for the tech that they've built is far-reaching, and that puts them in a in a, a, a super competitive spot in this class. Just being a hardware-based company, um, in, in your experience with dealing with the judges, is that positive, negative? Um, gosh, I wouldn't say necessarily it sways the judges mm-hmm. one way or another. I think you almost end up separating the class mm-hmm. into tech hardware-focused and non-hardware, but still tech-focused. Mm-hmm. Kind of solutions-based. Um, exactly. Yeah. And so uh, kind of software versus hardware yeah. is really how we look at it. And I think there are only, so I'm thinking about it, maybe three in this class that mm-hmm. are hardware-focused. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think you end up making for a smaller group that you have to compare against each other, uh, which pros and cons to that. But yeah. uh, that's, that's how I think the judges will kind of look at it. Next up uh, from the capital of these fine United States, the name of the company is Clean Capital. Clean Capital. Uh, they plan to revolutionize clean energy investments. So that's number two for the fintech. Uh, yeah. um, they say clean energy has uh, been limited uh, for financing with, by big banks, equity firms, things like that. Um, this to me, I was, I was actually kind of surprised based on the semifinalists I, I, I looked into, yeah. I, I was kind of surprised these guys squeaked by. So you being, again, the fintech guy, um, why do you think uh, this seemed interesting to the judges? Uh, I, I think we're seeing kind of this, uh, this interest in finding marketplaces for niche audiences. Okay. And this is one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're an investor hyper-focused in clean energy mm-hmm. uh, and, and some semblance of sustainability, um, this is a platform where you can go and you have experts who are highly vetting the opportunities that you can look at. So they're taking some of the legwork in getting to a good deal and diligence out of the equation. And uh, my understanding is they've put a, a significant amount of assets through the platform already. So it's uh, you know early yet for, I think, what they could be doing overall. But um, it's shown some, some pretty substantial promise. And so that... That that makes me interested, especially in fintech, when we think about volume and velocity yeah, yeah. of assets moving through the platform. Uh, they've shown that there's interest early on. If they can corner the market, uh, and not even corner it necessarily, there's enough room for the handful of players with even a similar focus uh, to all be successful. So it seems like they're on their way. I like what they're doing. Uh, coming up from our, so far in the list, our first international company, from so far away, in Buffalo, I always call this place North Buffalo, which I'm yep. sure to these I'm sure fine folks, to I'm somebody. sure it's very yeah. offensive to it the fine folks in Toronto. But uh, sorry, yeah, sorry, sorry. Eh? Um, that that's gonna get me. <laughs> I'm gonna get letters on that one. I baited him into yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I took I that low hanging fruit. Yep. Um, for Marum, uh, they've developed a turbine technology that allows the creation of self-powered and self-contained devices, which can be effortlessly, I hate that word, installed in pipes and eliminate all external components, including, well, 
including control panels, electrical uh, cables, and communication modules. I'm going to just stop with the whole fantasy thing for two seconds and explain. I've, I'm very sick. <laughs> um, I have two kids at home. I'm running on very little sleep. There were a lot so of words. So the there. words... Yeah. Words, yeah. I struggle with them on a daily basis when I'm healthy. Just like normally, I struggle so, with words. Yep. But jumping back in, um, another seems like clean tech company. Uh, so that's two, we're two for two there uh, so far. Um, I know nothing. I, I looked into it a little bit, but it, again, seemed pretty straightforward. Yeah, what I they're heard trying to like do. self-renewing, mm-hmm. awesome thing. It, it kind of, I think somebody's channeling their, <coughs> their inner John Galt here. Yeah. Um, and and built a uh, a pretty cool turbine. Um, I know very little about yeah. about this space, um, but again, I got to I got to interact with this team a little bit okay. uh, at dinner the other night, and like they were stoked on what they built. Okay, and that means a lot. So they're me. the smart kids in, in science class who built the best project, and they know it. Ex- yeah, like that. <laughs> and they're like, look, yeah, we're gonna get a blue ribbon. And okay. uh, no, I think. Uh, from what I've seen, it's as much your technology as your ability to sell it. Sure. And they were they were not only excited but really confident in that they've built a solution that nobody's seen before. And so, um, and there seems to be a trend of this uh, renewable technology that you don't necessarily have to think about. And I look at a previous winter energy intelligence yep. where you know you're just driving over this little speed hump yep. and it's creating energy at toll booths, bridges, uh, parking ramps, and uh, uh, Daniel Shawnee seems to be running uh, running. With, with this full steam and make, getting traction with it. So at least from a competition standpoint, you know, there's history for yeah. this type of thing. Running full steam and getting traction with respect to energy intelligence. I <laughs> Like, I was chuckling to myself over here. I loved it. <laughs> Who says you don't do words? Yeah, right? Come on. Huh? huh? We'll oh. be here all week, folks. Um, next up, number two from Boston, Hire Me. Uh, basically trying to help... Um, retailers and hourly uh, companies find better employees. Yep. Um, thoughts? Yeah, a couple couple players here, not only on kind of the hourly side, but on the uh, the placement and, and recruiting yeah. side. Um, it seems like they've put two together, right? So managing a contingent or flexible hourly workforce. Um, something that is, is near and dear-ish to my heart mm-hmm. uh, because we work a yeah. fair amount with hourly contingent workers. And so... Um, I know how hard that can be. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a fair amount of churn. There's a fair amount yeah. of like having to flex with schedules, um, and that gets convoluted. So anything that makes that more streamlined, more efficient, not only for the employer, but for an employee to plug into a platform, yeah. figure out where, how, and when they're going to work, um, I think there's a fair amount of opportunity to make efficiencies there. This sounds like they nailed it. They seem to already... Um be in a good position because they're already working with Dunkin' Donuts and Panera Bread, which are huge across the country. Yeah, small little like, yeah. mom and pop yeah, shops, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I own three of them. I yeah, think. right. Um, yeah, it sounds sounds like they're they're sounds, out of the gate pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so no, I, I have no idea what degree they're working with with those two companies, but you know they're two probably. I I would imagine they're in the top ten, at least top fifteen. Yeah. Fast food joints. Yeah. Out yeah. There. Heading across the sea, uh, Mobile Sense from Taiwan. Imagine a future with fewer heart attacks, which, let's be honest, I should be considering that. Um, so, medical medical company, um, I'm going to just stop because when it comes to... Is that... Yeah, yeah that's... Just, just... The pharma, um, they claim it's a, a biochip to some degree, um, so an implantable. Again, there's... Uh, there's a record with 43 North, uh, Ferrant Labs, with, yeah. a, with an implantable, so... Um, 
that seems to be a trend across medicine nowadays anyway and buffalo being a big uh, biomed town yeah that should resonate i would assume no i think um so that that is one of the things that i think from a judge's perspective you have to consider to some extent yeah. um not so much the fact that you're giving away money or that you've got a great crop of companies, but how can the community support those companies? Mm-hmm. Um, and so when I think about kind of the medical uh, technology, the, the, the Bill Maggio's of yeah. the world running around, running phenomenal technology companies, uh, Bill Rader in that yeah. boat as well, um, it, it, for me it sounds like these guys have settled into a town where they could do some serious damage. Yeah. Um, and I think the judges are going to recognize that, the community is going to recognize that, and for these guys to move on into the final round, um, knowing very little about their technology mm-hmm. and, and quite frankly not even having the capacity yeah. to fully understand their technology, it sounds like they're in the right place to go get deals done and advisors around and some traffic. I think if in their pitch, and if I'm posting this tonight, and maybe they'll listen, um, and maybe I'll cause them a whole lot of extra work, but since Buffalo is you know the, the place where the pacemaker was invented, if they play into that local yeah. sensibility, that could that could yeah, pull in some heartstrings. Yeah, pull the heartstrings. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I I'm gonna go on a limb. This might be a top three finalist. For oh, me. all right. That's um, uh... mainly because, like I said in the beginning of this pitch, uh, uh, I, I'm gonna need probably some heart <laughs> help eventually. <laughs> All right, near and dear to your heart, yeah, yeah, right? There it is. Um, heading back to San Francisco, Neo Reach, they are leading social media influencer and marketing platform. This, uh, they work with Walmart, Fox, NBC. I, again, I don't know what uh, to what degree they manage campaigns and track the results. Yeah. Aren't there a ton of these companies, though? There are. There yeah. are. There are quite a few. So something had they had to have said something that they said something to somebody that uh, that made them feel good about it. What I what I will say is there are a ton of companies, and as you see every new layer of yeah. technology that makes this thing more efficient, um, you level the playing field yeah. for everybody. Yeah, just because so, there's not a, just because there's a ton of companies, right. I'm not saying that any no. of them do it well, right? And I've right. I've dealt with some of them, you know, in my work. Uh, and it's it's frustrating. So, and even if they all do it well, that means everybody's doing well together, yeah. uh, and somebody's got to cut through the noise. And so, it seems like this is an opportunity for some of the big dogs, some of the big influencers out there, to I think better spend some of those mm-hmm. marketing dollars. Um, a lot of people are pouring ton and ton of cash, uh, you know, with their B to B to C focus at least into social, into into being at the top of that cacophony, if you will, and. You know, if there's a company out there that can help somebody stand apart, yeah. um, I think that puts everybody in a good place. And the marketing dollars that are getting dumped into this type of product yeah. uh, puts them in a really good place to monetize. So um, if they're doing what they say they're doing, I think uh, some of the big players are willing to pay for it. Mm-hmm. It makes a hell of a company. Heading back to Boston. Boston. Uh, on kind of links, uh, in conjunction with the National Cancer Institute, they're developing targeted cancer imu- uh, in- cancer therapy. <laughs> Sorry, <clears throat> antibody drug, uh, antibody drugs. So again, this targeted medicine approach. Right. Again, Buffalo, uh, Forty Three North has had a history with with companies like this. Um, so they're in the right competition. They are they're in the right city. You know, Jacobs Institute here. They think about cancer every now and yeah, then. Yeah, once in a blue moon. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think Roswell, it is yeah. it is a a great great place uh, for for these guys coming in from Boston. Um, we'll keep up. We were we, Buffalo was what bigger than Boston. 
once upon a time. Once, uh, 50, once, 60 years ago, yeah. Right. So, you know. At, at our peak, we were the ninth, so ninth largest city in the country. If we keep all four Boston teams, like that might be the case. Um, uh, they're, they're entering clinical trials in mid-2017, so they're already they're going. They're cruising. You know, with or without this competition. And that's the big hurdle is getting, you know, to and through clinical trials. Yeah. So if they're already there, I think yeah. that says a lot about the technology. That will probably bode well for them, especially in tomorrow's pitch with all those VCs. And there's obviously medical folks in that audience yep. um, that'll certainly help them, I would imagine. Uh, heading down to Baltimore, uh, Pathovax, a low-cost vaccine preventing all HPV-associated cancers. So that's our second cancer-fighting uh, uh, company. Um, so I feel really, I feel really good about these guys. Really? Okay. Uh, Why? Uh, one, because they were alternates for last year's competition. Okay. So, so they yeah. stuck with it. Yeah. AJ and, and company are back. Okay. Um, as finalists this year in the in the full crop, not the alternates. Sure. So, um, yeah, these guys got to hang out all through finals week. We got to know them pretty well. Yeah. Um, and they're, I, I want to say, out of Johns Hopkins. Mm-hmm. Um, don't quote me on that. Um, but you yeah, here first. They've, uh, yeah, they're phenomenal, phenomenal team. And that's, okay. a, I think, from a startup perspective, just the ability to, like, persevere is cliche and corny as that sounds. Like, the fact that they're back and they didn't say, hey, we were alternate, screw that competition. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, they could have very easily just, you yeah, know, took what they were doing and go somewhere else. Yeah. But it seems like they want to conquer this competition. Yeah, and, you know, without spoiling too much... Uh, for the pitches, I, I've I've been getting updates on the year mm-hmm. from these guys, and they've made some some serious strides. So um, I I'm gonna put them in my top eight. Okay. Um, gonna take it back to is that MySpace my top eight? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Top take eight. Take it back to MySpace days. And it um, went downhill when they made it a top twelve. You, you know, know? It, just, it just wasn't the same. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I I really like Pathobax. Um, I, I have gotten to know the team pretty well, mm-hmm. and I'm feeling good about them. Heading across the world. Probably almost the furthest point from Buffalo, though similar weather. Strawberry Energy from Belgrade, Serbia. Yeah. They provide scalable urban infrastructure that helps create smart cities in a very practical sense by pr- providing on-the-go access to energy, connectivity, and relevant local information. Uh, it's basically smart benches, kind of smart hubs yeah. throughout the city. Uh, you and I were talking the other day, and you seemed pretty interested by this company. Interested, and I, uh, I actually was fortunate enough to, to hop on the phone uh, before they even got stateside mm-hmm. um, with the team and just kind of share my experience. And so yeah. um, I think a lot of the teams have done that with a lot of the finalists from last year. and Just said, hey, can we connect? Can we hop on a Skype? Uh, me being the rookie I am with international calls because I don't do a ton, <laughs> given a domestic fintech product, um, I just dialed the number mm. in my invite and then got a text two days later that said, hey, your international calls have exceeded $100 this, this week. So um, I'm going to write that one off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I screwed up. Uh, that being said, we did talk for an hour and I, I got really good insight on these guys. Not only are they... Uh, you know, starting to spread across uh, the world mm-hmm. with the cities they work with. I think 20 cities or mm-hmm. so. Um, they also got plugged into the Democratic National Convention, put a couple units there. Um, irrespective of your political leaning, the fact yeah. that they got asked to go to go plug in quite literally and yep. provide power and and, uh, and services to the convention, I think is really cool. And then the last piece, and this was kind of this ancillary benefit, is, you know, they provide lounging in some of their benches and uh, the strawberry tree, which is a big kind of shade-providing unit. They're solar-powered, which is super cool. You can plug in your device, but on top of that, 
you get some biometrics and readings out on the city. Yeah. Um, and so being able to pull data, I think there's a municipality benefit, mm -hmm. uh, but also the end consumer benefit. And so uh, hardware is hard. Um, yeah. I think, you know, execution is huge to get the right product built yeah. and then sell it well. Uh, but I think at its core, the, the value of the product uh, that I've heard at least is really fascinating, also in my top eight. Uh, I was at the DNC this year covering it for our parent company. I did see those units. Really? I couldn't I couldn't get to them because right. uh, people were they were like <laughs> log jammed. Like it was like you know the central hub, so to speak, of yeah. you know especially for all those reporters who you know I'm, I seem to be the only reporter who carries battery sticks on them, uh, the cheap Amazon ones. Yeah. And but so everyone was going. I didn't need to, it because I had power, up, right? but everyone was charging up. Um, right. You know the fact that they're already established. Um, and when you look at the renderings of, of this product, uh, it looks like that city of the future you would see in a popular science when you were a kid, you know, dating all the way back, you know, in the 50s and 60s. Um, that was my immediate first impression. I'm like, oh, this is what a city now should be looking like, yeah, but it, it doesn't yet. That IoT connected city. Yeah. Um, and so I also know that um, at least one of the judges has a focus. Uh, she comes from the Techstars family and has an IoT. She runs the IoT mm -hmm. program. So... Um, I think they'll have, they'll get some love yeah. from the judges at least in in that respect, which uh, which would be cool. Again, my top eight. Um, I'm liking those guys a lot. Um, they're definitely a top eight for me, and probably filling in the number two spot of my of my top three. Oh, wow! In wow. my my obviously expert opinion. Um, <laughs> coming back to the capital, the Wealth Factory. Um, this is a company that is providing financial literacy education, technologies, and games uh, for folks. Does this fall under the fintech uh, this is, category again? This is very much in the fintech category. God, it's almost like I picked the right person for this conversation. Almost. Um, interestingly <clears> enough, uh, Painless 1099 went through a program for Wealth Factory. Okay. So we know, uh, we know Angel and Autumn pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, love, love what they're up to. I mean, financial literacy, especially the battle I fight, right? It's not just providing a product. It's convincing people that they need a product. Right. Um, so when you think about financial health, financial literacy – um, some of the stats really quickly, like 70% of Americans can't cover a minor emergency today. Yeah. Right. It, like we are terrible at saving. Yep. We're terrible with our finances. We hate thinking about money. Um, so anybody educating the masses uh, about how we can better think about credit, some, some vehicles to, to either improve our credit or set money aside, I think is, uh, is great. And then what I can say about the founders is they are one of the most hustling teams that I've seen. Mm -hmm. um, these girls get after it. They've been to the White House. They've been through programs. Not on a tour, right? They like no, okay. no, it, no. Well, <laughs> I, I, I don't even think I've been to the White House on a tour. So right, if yeah, that so. was the case, they have that on me. Uh, but no, no, they are um, they are part of a couple initiatives out okay. of the White House um, around financial literacy, and and they're doing well. And so. Um, you know, just given that I knew them already, mm -hmm. slightly biased, but what, what I can say is their ability to execute against some of the milestones they put out and the ability to get a product into the market um, has been impressive. So mm -hmm. um, I am glad to see them here at finals, um, and uh, I'm stoked to see how they do with the judges. Obviously, uh, you fintech guys all stick together, huh? <laughs> it's a small <laughs> world. It is. It is. Um, going back to Boston for the last time. All right. Uh, Ultracell Insulation, they're making uh, high-performance building insulation from corrugated cardboard, recycled cardboard. Yeah. Uh, so going back to the, that's I think, third, fourth clean energy company for the competition. Um, seems like everything's kind of 
Yeah, there's sectored off on purpose. It's like they know what they're doing over at Forty Three North, right? It's it's almost like they've picked some of the competencies of the city and, and tried to settle companies into them, um, which is is really good to see. And I think that is really what this program is mm-hmm. about. It's as much finding what Buffalo is good mm-hmm. at as finding companies that plug into that and can help grow. Uh, could there be some difficulty with um, this company just because you know so many different cities you know, in states have different regulations when it comes to building codes, things like that, Um, they could be chasing regulations from state to state, couldn't they? Yeah, so there are pros and cons to that. And from somebody in the fintech world, I I fully understand how much regulation can be a hindrance, but it can also be a competitive advantage. Um, And so in talking to this team, uh, I got a couple things out of that combo. One is that the, the process for coding uh, this fire retardant and, and the building materials uh, hasn't been done before. Okay. So that part, there's some secret sauce so some there. innovation. Um, really, really cool. Uh, and then not only how they code, but uh, some of the byproduct or lack thereof. Yeah. Um, anybody else coding essentially gets covered in fire retardant as well. Mm-hmm. So if you were working at an, an older plant that did fire retardant, you would be fireproof. You could run through Fantastic. a house that maybe uh, was burning down because the process of, of coding materials didn't work out well. Yeah. You'd be able to run through that house, but these guys get it right. It seems like they're getting the fire retardant on the materials as opposed to on you and uh, doing it at a, a price point that makes sense uh, and within code is, is my understanding. So um, I think a strong showing. I think uh, the team that I connected with, just a gritty crew of like yeah. guys who build stuff. And I think that's pretty badass. So, so more smart scientists with their science projects, yeah, huh? Yeah, okay. and like they know they're good, okay. right? Um, but they want everybody to have a part of it. Which you kind of have to come into this with a bit of an ego. I mean, you know, certainly nobody is you know, I think by over, virtue over of the getting top, here, right? you know. Right. Um, I think by virtue of getting here, you like these are all teams. These are, these are world-class teams. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think about the crop that we got to interact with over the past year. Just, you know, these are teams who have gone through Mass Challenge and Techstars and YC and have been with the cream of the crop, mm-hmm. uh, and now they're here again. This isn't new for anybody. Um, and so they know they're competing against the best. They know they have to come out strong, uh, but they also know that they got here for a reason, and that's we're going to see some good pitches this week. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, from uh, Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn. We did it. We no did sleep it. till. That's right. We did it. They help nonprofits raise money and reach new donors online. Uh, it's a software-based application uh, that helps uh, with outreach to donors and aggregates donor data uh, for the nonprofits. Yeah, yeah. So I, this again kind of falls into the make sense for Buffalo. Um, a number of nonprofits here, kind of the focus that we have, especially in the refugee community, mm-hmm. uh, but making sure as a city of good neighbors that the people around us are as supported as we are. I think this platform speaks to the heart and kind of soul of Buffalo, mm-hmm. um, but the implications are global, obviously. And so uh, I got to connect with this team uh, for a little bit as well. I'm a fan. Got you know family in Brooklyn, so okay. that's that's close to me. But uh, you know, beyond that, I think there's a lot of this is a crowded space, yeah. um, kind of on the fringe of fintech. Um, <coughs> a crowded space. Everybody's thinking about nonprofits, millennials yeah. as a generation with now like wealth that we've discovered. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes, we have real jobs. Are are more prone to give back than previous generations. Yeah. And so. Um, there's a lot of cash flowing through a system that needs to be pointed in the right direction. I think if these guys nail the experience and the brand, 
they'll be in a good place. Yeah. Uh, if they don't, they'll be yet another company that, that um, maybe didn't do as well as they could have with really well-intentioned kind of focus. Mm. And so um, I'd have to see the pitch. I yeah. haven't seen the full pitch yet, but I like I like the core premise. We'll see how they execute against it's, it. It's a great premise, obviously. You know, our age group uh, seems to be, like you said, giving, giving more. Um, I'll, I'll be really curious to hear their pitch just because there's a Buffalo-based company called If Then Giving, yep. which is doing almost identically the same thing except it's um, just like an if-then statement. Yeah, based, right? just like if-then yeah. statements. Uh, it's a it's a recipe, so you know if it's twenty degrees and in the chef shelter opens, I'll give ten bucks. Right. You know, so it's again, it's this concept of helping out um, nonprofits when they need it, very specific uh, targets, so to speak. So, you know, I, I kind of you know go into this going, okay, well, I, I know somebody who's already doing this. Yeah. Let me see what secret sauce you might have. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have to hear. Um, so you had you almost got to a top three, right? I almost got to a top. I got two of the top three. So I've got right. my heart doctors from Taiwan. Yep. And, um, and obviously strawberry. I gotta find a third. I, I don't have a third. You don't have a third. I don't have a. Th- I don't have a top three yet. I'm All sorry. right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna slide this one across the table and okay. say Clean Capital might really. Yeah, so uh, their their CEO is from Buffalo too. All right. So there's That's there's a home team in the mix for you. All right. I'll have to done I'll, done. All I'm right. Easily swayed. <laughs> Um, I like it. So, what are what are they going through? You know, tomorrow's like I said, the big pitches. Yeah. Night before your pitch, um, I was drinking. Uh, I don't I don't know if I'm sorry. No, I'm that's a, that's okay. No, no, I uh, that that's always been my mentality. Right, like what drinking, I told drinking has been drinking. Yeah, <laughs> I'm good at two things. That's both of them. FinTech um, and drinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll take it. And FinTech is just a lot of drinking. Nobody knows that. Explains the is that why there's fluctuations right? yeah. in the market so much? Bankers okay. just get hammered. Um, no, I, I told a lot of the teams is look at this point, like nerves are good. Yeah. is what I told them. Um, you know, if you aren't nervous, it's because you don't care. And like, sure. the stakes are high. You you give it right now, and that's cool. Um, so nerves are good, but you you are the person who knows your company better mm-hmm. than anybody. Um, so at this point, it's a matter of settling in, making sure the right slides to support mm-hmm. your story. But you're having a one-on-one with, you know, four or five hundred of your closest friends at, at yeah. the at the big show, um, and I think that is the best thing for them to remember. So stakes are high, nerves are high. Mm-hmm. They're feeling it. They're interacting with people and getting to know the city, but also like, hey, shut up, leave me alone, so I can focus. Um, so they're in this kind of it's it's a hectic time for them. But uh, I think they're all settled in. Everybody I see, I've interacted with seem to be in good spirits mm-hmm. um it's it's showtime and i think again world-class entrepreneurs no stranger to pitching um they will be nervous but they're ready to rock and, and show off their wares uh, so this is a fun part we get to sit back and watch and which is what you'll be doing obviously i will be watching this year i will um i actually the finalists from last year and year one have uh, an opportunity to pitch to 30 vcs they brought in as well oh, great. um so for us in the middle of fundraising i know a couple of our our uh, colleagues are. Um, we'll get an opportunity to interact with the judges they brought in. So, 43 North was really smart about making sure all of the teams in the portfolio now, all three years, um, get access to that that audience. Um, but beyond that, you know, the big day at Shays and even tomorrow for uh, the semifinal pitches, I get to sit in the audience and just cheer the teams on. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'll be keeping tabs on your top three. That's <laughs> what I'll be doing. All right. Well, enjoy the show, and it's going to be a interesting week. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Nate. 
I want to thank Ace for joining me. It was a great, uh, great conversation. It's amazing how quickly 40 minutes can go by when you're uh, having a good chat with a friend. Keep following Innovate Western New York all week long for the coverage of 43 North. Follow me at Nate Benson on Twitter, Facebook.com slash Nate Benson TV. The big pitch starts today at Rich's Atrium at 11 a.m. I know this is kind of dating the podcast, but that's okay. Uh, so look for some new stories coming out from there. And, of course, the big final top three pitch is Thursday night tomorrow at Shays Buffalo. It's going to be a great, great last two days here for 43 North Week, uh, startup week here in Buffalo. And it's been a blast covering it. So keep listening, and I'll see you at the next one.